Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Uj Nath. Uj, you are the chairman and CEO of mykarma.com. And karma is, it's M-Y, my, karma is with two A's, K-A-A-R-M-A.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Uj. Hey, thank you so much, Josh, for having me on your show. Yeah. And so what's really cool, so what here's what my, my karma does, right? It's, it's a SaaS platform. So an automotive service center can basically create something that's a little bit more Amazon-like. Is that the general idea? Yeah, the general idea is, you know, Amazon had 50% of the market in 2018 and 1 million retailers fought for the other 50%. And their magic mantra is very simple. They focus on convenience, they focus on transparency, and they focus on feedback. It's like the circle of trust. If If it's really easy and then you know exactly where your package is, and what's in your box, mm. and other people start talking about, wow, it's a great platform, that's all you need. You get the, the, you know, the consumers trust Amazon, and it's so easy to do. In two clicks, you get whatever you need. So you know, imagine one retailer is half the market, one million are fighting for the other half. So that's what we did for dealers. We said, focus on the consumer, make it so simple for them to get service. Nobody wants to go to a service center, right? The service center, I apologize, that thing went out, but you can cut that out. Um, the service center basically is like the dentist's office, right? Yeah, you can have baristas and blah, 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 and shoe shines and whatnot in luxury stores. But really, who wants to go to a service center and get their car service, right? It's a, it's a, it's a bother. So mm-hmm. our deal was we tried and we did a bunch of things. First of all, we were the first guys to do texting, the first guys to introduce mobile payments, the first guys to allow you to, you know, go through and contact your directly your service advisor without going through a phone tree where you say press plus one for sales, two for used car, three for guard, whatnot, you know, and you can pass around the whole dealership. So we were very effective in just simplifying communication. We, we, we basically support three channels, texting bi-directional, voice recorded bi-directional, and email. And texting we do in 65 languages. So, you know, you could be of any ethnicity, the advisor could be of any ethnicity, and they could be talking to each other without knowing each other's language, right? So we made it really simple. Then we tapped on payments because payments was a big, big pain point. You go to a dealership, you stand 20 minutes in line to pay your bill to get your car back, right? I know. So we were the first guys to let you pay before you came to the store. Then we've done a bunch of firsts, like we've I mean, I can go on and on. We were the first guys to introduce pickup and delivery in this space. And today, because of COVID, we have done literally 60,000 trips in the last two months through our platform. And that means you it's a touchless service. People, you see your car coming like Uber. The guy shows up, gives you your loaner, does a walk around with the video. So he knows exactly the condition of the car, does that for your car. All that is documented, stored on a SaaS platform. So... Anytime there's any dispute, this is where the trust comes in, right? You mm-hmm. can go in and it's got a lat long on it. Say, sir, 
your fender was damaged when we picked up your classic Mercedes in your driveway. You probably never get in from the right, you get in from the left, so you never notice that that fender had a ding in it. But here's the lat long, we did it right in your driveway, that damage was there. So there's no more of he said, she said, and this inherent distrust of the dealer, right? Which is very pervasive in this industry. So that's what we are after. And we have a lot of innovation in that space. We have almost a thousand dealers on our platform now. Mercedes, if you look at that little logo on the right, it says digital service drive. That's Mercedes brand, but it's our product. Okay, and BMW has a similar thing and that's called invisible service. That's again, our product that they sell to their dealers. Jeez, I gotta turn this thing off. <laughs> You're a busy man. It's one, it's one of your 6,000 uh, users using your platform. <laughs> yeah, well, we have 55,000 users. Oh, 50, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a fairly decent platform. It's totally multilingual. We deployed in French Canada in three weeks in French. We can yeah. deploy in kanji and anything you want. So, so that's really what we went after. It was based on a personal experience. And I make everybody in my company train dealers, including my controller, my accounting manager. Because if we don't empathize with the customer and don't understand that the service advisors every day, their hair's on fire. So, mm. so that is a long short of what we do. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh- how did you step into this position? I mean, who, whose idea was this? So it was based on my own experience. I took my car in for service, couldn't get a hold of my service advisor, one hour service, four hours later, I'm trying to find him. I got bounced around the whole phone system, left a voicemail, he left a voicemail. When I showed up to the dealership, my payment was wrong and the car was ready. I didn't even know my car was ready. So, you know, when you look at that whole black hole that exists during service, I said, you know, this, there's got to be a better way, right? A, a better way, a simpler way. Uh, and, you know, Amazon always teaches you a few tricks, right? So it inspired <laughs> me. It said, you know, if these guys make it so simple, and this is for a $2, like, ballpoint pen, right? Why can't we do it for, like, a $100,000 car? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you realize that there's a problem how do you, like, where do you go? Like, how do you get this all developed? So the first thing I do is we practice a Toyota term called Genchi Genbutsu, which means you go to the place and you see for yourself. So I knew a general manager of Volkswagen Pasadena and Alhambra, Steve Rogers. He happens to work for me now. And I went to Steve and I said, Steve, I got a crazy idea. And he says, what's the idea? He says, well, I want to start texting your customers, letting them do stuff on their mobile phone. What do you think of the idea? This is 2012. And Steve is an ex-Navy SEAL. He says, oh, I mean, he, you give him a challenge. And this, these are the kinds of guys who love challenges, right? So he said, yeah, absolutely. I'm in. And so we became service advisors for 16 months. And we, we worked at a store. We figured out how it works. We really got into the weeds. And, and uh, in the evenings, we would write code. In the daytime, we'd watch, we'd observe. He couldn't make us real employees, so we'd hang out there. We'd, I've, you know, I've helped with tow trucks, I've helped with writing tickets, I've helped with warranty claims. So I know the whole process, or at least I thought I knew the process. Then we, we released our software. We got really lucky. There's a huge chain here called Galpin, which is the largest Ford store in the country. They, all of a sudden, we were only two stores. They loved our platform. They put it in all their stores, 14 stores, and they're still with us. And one thing led to the other, word of mouth. We got to about 400 stores strictly through word of mouth. 
where people telling other people, you gotta have this, this thing changes <laughs> the game. Service is different with, with my karma. So, you know, we got lucky. We had a little bit of luck, a lot of hard work, a lot of late nights. And, and, you know, frankly, both of us founders were developers. So we knew how to ah. work. Right? That's always the case. Look at Zuckerberg, right? Look at Larry Page, look at Sergey Brin. They're all developers, right? Yeah. Not that I compare myself to those guys, but these guys are basically guys who are very adept at coding. So taking a vision and making a product is a little quicker for us. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so this starts getting adapted um, by dealers. Uh, how do you how do you accelerate that growth or how, how have you managed discovery and, and acquisition of new clients since then? So, so if you look at a company like ours, what do we need to have? We need to have really good sales. So for the first 400, it was, we realized the referral model was the best model. So just build a really, really good product and do marketing and tell dealers to tell other dealers. Then you needed support. So we eat our own dog food, so we use our own system for support. And we, we basically don't let anybody that calls in talk to voicemail. We have a rule. If it doesn't, if the agent doesn't pick up, after three rings, it rings everybody's phone. On chat, when somebody asks a question, yes, the agents get the pop-ups, but everybody's phone gets the pop-ups. And at times I'm doing tech support, right? So support is the next one. Then for deployment, we started, we figured who knows better than ex-service advisors and technicians on how to deploy in their environment. So we, we hired a bunch of service advisors and technicians, trained them on our platform. They would go store to store and install the software and teach people how to do it. Then, you know, the big thing that I'm not talking about, which is the 800 pound gorilla in this space is developers. How do you scale that? You know, we have two smart guys. I think I'm mm -hmm. smart, my partner's smart, but we needed to get really smart guys to go out and build more software, right? So what we did is, uh, and the cost of development here in the US was so high at that time. In 2012, a kid out of USC was getting $125,000 for coding. Yeah. And I was like, geez, I can't afford that. Not when the dealer pays me a thousand bucks. So what we started with was we went to India to my own engineering school, which is a very, very difficult school to get into. And I basically recruited interns and then we gave them job offers. Now we've got 56 developers in our India office. We've got wow. a bunch of developers in Canada. We've got a bunch of developers in Los Angeles. But basically the bulk of our developers came out of the one school. Yeah. And they're all young kids. They have no baggage. So you can tell them something and they don't know that you can't do it. So they do it. Yeah. You, so, you hire the seasoned guys and they always yeah. come back to you with, ah, I don't think that can be done. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Uh, okay. So how uh, fortuitous that dealers who had adapted your platform prior to COVID-19 were much more ready than people that didn't deploy these sorts of solutions to make life for their customers much easier. How has, um, how has your platform um, been uh, rewarding for dealers that are using it in the face of COVID-19 and, you know, where everyone's kind of social distancing and we got to, you know, just operate things a little bit differently? Well, the first thing is, you know, in between, I mean, we obviously from 2014 to now six years, 
we actually had a real sales force and we really geared up. We got investment from PE firm to hire the real sales force. So one of the things that I pressed home the advantage in March, I announced an adapt and overcome package. And that was free pickup and delivery to anybody who wanted it for three months, including our dealers. So we, we got a bunch of our dealers who were not paying attention to pickup and delivery because they were like, yeah, everything's good. I got really good Starbucks in my store. I give free car washes. So I'm going to just stick to my old model. Well, overnight that got transformed. We lit up, I think, I forget, like 150 stores, literally in a two and a half, three week period with pickup and delivery. And then we, we got about 50 new stores that signed up who were not customers of ours, not customers of ours. And it, it basically reinforced another thing. You know, we were one of the first guys to come up with a comprehensive platform where you can take a technician and get him to take a video of your car and it'll automatically upload to the cloud and send it to the customer nicely formatted so they can see what's wrong with their car. Well, that mm. took on a whole new importance. You're not even at the store, right? So you got to see what's wrong with your car. How do you agree? And here's a funny one. I'll give you a real example. BMWs have a, a second casing underneath the engine mount and everything else, right? So when, when there's an oil leak, you never see any stains in your garage. <laughs> so imagine in the old model, your advisor calls you up and says, the technician's saying you got an oil leak. You say, I got an oil leak? No, I, my garage is clean. Well, it's mm. clean because of the casing that traps all that oil, right? So now with the video, you go and you show the drip drip and you show the, you know, the oil glistening and it's their car because you start with the license tag number. It completely changes the game. You know, these yeah. guys are like, so transparency. Remember the second one is transparency. We've just, COVID has helped us push transparency to a new boundary completely. I love it. Yeah, because, you know, it, I mean, do you believe, I mean, you're, you're a car guy, I can tell just by looking at you, you, you understand cars. But, you know, my daughter, when I asked her, and she's a graduate from Stanford, I said, what kind of car do you need, honey? You graduated? She says, I want a car with four doors. <laughs> right? Sure. That's what it means to these new kids. So, you know, she didn't know how to change the, the tires, the spare tires. She was yeah. going on a long trip. I had to actually show her that this is the, the little, you know, jack or whatever you call it here. And, and here's how you get the lug nuts off. And this is what you have to do. You've got to park, put it on yeah. park and all that other stuff. So, so when you have, um, you know, you've kind of grown and scaled at the rate that you have, um, mm -hmm. what does the next, what do the next couple of years look like for you? So, so the next couple of years for us is very interesting because we've also realized with COVID that we are very highly concentrated in automotive, right? And we define ourselves to be in the transportation business, not necessarily automotive. So, you know, obviously if you have, you're a truck manufacturer, if you're a motorcycle manufacturer, we will work with you. But here's the, the challenge. The challenge is, you know, with electric cars, with autonomous cars, everything's going to change in the next five to 10 years. So what we're doing, we've realized we get so many inbound inquiries from mortgage companies, from private jet companies, from basically folks who have experienced our model at a dealership and say, oh, I could use that in my business. So we are now developing a platform called Go Karma. We did a test, we did a hackathon, we got our developers to use our own APIs and in 36 hours, we had an app, which is called My Dogma. 
Mm-hmm. My dogma was a dog grooming app, which had all the same components, like pickup and deliveries, ah. you know, video, you cut, pay on the mobile phone, blah, blah, blah. So they've developed my dogma. So what we're doing over the next two years is we're developing a platform where we can allow consultants to build for other verticals. And we want to become like Salesforce App Exchange. Mm. So, you, you know, you can buy My Karma, but you can buy My Karma for horse stables or My Karma for a bodybuilding, you know, gym or My Karma for a spa or My Karma for a private pilot, I mean, a private jet company mm-hmm. or for mortgages. Because our model is, is a customer interaction management model. So you, ma- ma- you, know, you basically manage the interaction of the customer with you in a highly optimized manner. So that's the future. We think we can get big enough to eventually we will end up hopefully, and again, onward, go public someday. Yeah, I love it. Well, Uj, this has been pretty fantastic. Congratulations on your success. And, you know, uh, you know, I always love a great story where someone recognizes that there's a problem and, and says, you know what, this, why is this still so inefficient? This doesn't need to be, you know, uh, we don't have to uh, settle uh, for, you know, just an old school way of, of providing service. I mean, when there's there's platforms to improve this. So good right. job for, uh, for getting this created. Right, right. And one of our core mantras is innovate or die. Mm. Yep. Because, you know, there's always two kids in a garage with a laptop trying to put you out of business. <laughs> yeah, for so sure. You wake up and every day in the morning, that's the first thing you think about is like, okay, what do I do to keep moving? And All right. When we keep doing that, hopefully this will continue. Well, thank you so much. I mean, yes. you've Oops. been, yeah, yeah, it's, I love these kind of interviews and Zoom, by the way. We are Zoom's third user, believe it or not. Oh my gosh, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, when we got on it, we realized the power of conveying, like communicating. We have a distributed team, right? So uh-huh. when we went COVID stay in place, it was just a switch. Nothing, yeah. we didn't have to do anything. Everybody knew right. exactly what to do. Right. We were with uh, Zoom, I think, four four years ago. Mm. Yeah. Well, Uj, you are the, again, you're the chairman CEO of mykarma.com, and that's M-Y-K-A-A-R-M-A.com. If you know someone with a dealership, get them connected to the Uj so that they can improve the quality of life, not only for their own staff and team members, but for consumers as well. Uj, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh. Appreciate the time. I know it's hard work for you too. So I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, 
Can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.